that police officers, and we need a reminder that police officers, a whole institution of, of policing and law enforcement in this country is based on a fucked up system of, of old school slave catchers. And, 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 and we bring it back to cannabis because that's how they, they fuck with you. Oh, you smell like cannabis. Oh, I smell, I smell weed. And that gave us a, that gave them a probable cause. And that's how they use the cannabis industry. That's how they use the cannabis. And this, that's why we say we gotta stop begging these motherfuckers because a lot of these big ass companies, they are paying police officers to find ways. Welcome to Blue Dream Radio, the People's Cannabis Podcast. A weekly podcast giving communities of color a dose of the real deal in the cannabis industry. Learn with us, smoke with us, and join us as we bring truth to power. What's up, and welcome to our last episode of Season 2. We are so happy to be here with you guys today. Uh, we've been in a journey. We've been going through a lot lately. Uh, the past year has been um, crazy, especially now with the coronavirus. Uh, so thank you for riding with us mm-hmm. for this past two seasons. Again, I'm your host, Freedom, with the always beautiful... Allie G. And we're here together to say goodbye for this season. Uh, but we will come back soon. Yeah, see it more like a see you later. Yeah, see you later in September. Hopefully, <laughs> we put out um, uh, season three, which is going to be. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little high, so <laughs> if, if you if you catch me dosing off, it's because I smoked before. He's just he's deep into thought and yeah. self care <laughs> regimen, in the, in these times, you know. So she she she's gonna save me if you if you see that post and then she saved me. You know what it is. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to start off by just shouting out some of our amazing sponsors. Uh, Presto Doctor, who have been writing for, with us from the yeah, very, Ryan, very beginning. Ryan. Shout out to y'all, We man. love you guys. Thank you so much for your support. ACBD Remedy. Yo, Vince. Vince is like literally like the godfather <laughs> of, of the industry. He's been uh, just so like a good, amazing sounding board. His products are freaking amazing. So if you're in the in the market for a CBD Go to ACBD Remedy. You can check them out on their website, on all the social media networks. Their stuff is absolutely legit, um, and they're amazing. Uh, next level. Next Yo, level. the Jenkins Yo. brothers. What's up? Next level. Literally, we'll put Oakland, you to the next level. Oakland, the that's, house. That's all I can say. Their <laughs> stuff is amazing. Uh, BudsFeed, our friends at BudsFeed, uh, Justin Johnson. Um, thank you so much for, for just... Yeah, that's a special shout yeah. Putting us, yeah. <laughs> putting us, putting us on. And yeah, if you haven't had a chance to yet, listeners, definitely check out budsfeed.com. And then our our friends at MJ Arsenal. Yeah. So they just became uh, one of our sponsors. If you don't know about MJ Arsenal, they do this amazing rig, small um, mini rigs for dabs. So if you're into dabbing, uh, you should get an, M- an MJ Arsenal. They are amazing. Uh, and they do amazing work. So look out for them on Instagram, mjarsenal.com. And if you're interested, uh, Freedom actually did a review on them. Yeah, that's true. So you can always check out our Instagram page just to see what they post. YouTube, too. That. And YouTube. Yeah, Blue Dream. Check us so out on Blue Dream. We're putting all this out there. We're in a really, really specific time in our country's history that, frankly, I don't want to end. Uh, and so what I want to do is... Just focus in on supporting Black media, supporting Black businesses, supporting Black-owned businesses, supporting uh, Black Indigenous people of color businesses. It's so important now uh, and always, but really, our industry really, really does need it. Fact. And to be clear, it's not uh, investing Black-owned businesses that is owned by whites, but they have um, a few black people in their CEO. Nope, not that. Uh, we don't, we're not invested in that because there's a lot of companies out there that just use us as a face so they can get money and they can get endorsements and they can get uh, followers and they can get all this different shit. We're not looking for tokens. We're no. not looking for that. We're looking so. for people like the Jenkins Shout out brothers. to them. Shout out to them that for they're sure. doing their thing but because at the end of the day, we need those um, brown faces in those offices so they can see that we are here. Uh, but we're not endorsing people that just using us for tokens. No, not, not at, at all. all. I mean, what we're looking at are just like some of the folks that we just mentioned, the Jenkins brother, the Jenkins brothers of Next Level, 
those are two brothers from Oakland. Uh, it's a family-run business, uh, and it's supporting folks in the community. Um, ACBD Remedy. Vince is, like I said, he is super supportive of folks who are uh, people of color, uh, black folks inside the cannabis industry, people who just need help. He's just been just like really, really integral in in just helping support so many folks and their and their thoughts about entrepreneurship in the cannabis industry. So if you don't know where to go, you want to listen to other podcasts like uh, like ours. There aren't many um, run by people of color. Um, Afro-Dominican folks, Black folks, look for it. Afro-Latina, Afro-Latina, Indigenous. So we're, if we're, <laughs> I don't know if you're Afro-Latina, but you're definitely <laughs> Indigenous Latina. For sure. So uh, we're just putting it out there. Now is the time. If you if you're one of these folks who's a white ally who wants to know what to do right like now, like MJ Arsenal and Buzzfeed, yeah, and Buzzfeed. If you want to know what to do right now, elevate the voices. Elevate our voices. Elevate voices of folks in the community. Please don't say you don't know where to find us. There's so few of us around in the cannabis industry that you know where you can find us, and it's not a hard it's not a hard look. Yeah, and and I'm, I want to say something about that, but before we get into that, um, we're gonna be done with the housekeeping. But please share, please subscribe, please um, you know bring this to your family, have these conversations with your family, um, bring the podcast because we are we talk about real shit in our podcast yeah, so sure. please subscribe like comment do whatever you have to do you can find us on itunes spotify youtube google play iHeartRadio, anywhere you can listen to your podcast you can uh um, find us there so please share like comment because all of that uh is brings the ideas that we need to make sure that our podcast is on track. For sure. So call us out if you don't like some of the shit Absolutely. that we be saying on this or that yeah. we are wrong or you feel some For type sure. of way. Call us out and we are going to mindfully and respectfully um, um, consider what you're saying. Yes. Because if you're a white person calling us out because you think we're racist. Or reverse racist. Take a minute and find somewhere else to go. Because... We'll have to school you on racism and being people of color. We're not in a place, a position of power to be called racist, but we're putting people out there. Folks, uh, white folks don't like what we have to say. People who don't, it's not about you. Just don't take it personal. If you're not that person, it's not about you. Don't, because if you're not a racist, we're not talking to the racist that we're talking to all the races, not just, um, we're not talking about you. If you're not a racist. For sure. So and we're talking about an institution. That's what yeah. it comes down to. We're talking the institution about of racism. systematic institutional racism Oppression. that exists in this country and how a fraction of our of people for over 500 years have been really taking advantage of the of the benefits of being considered, um, you know, the norm. And you know there, are, and then there's everyone else, and so we're here to raise up those voices of folks who are considered every, every, everyone else, uh, and just create that space. Because if we don't do it now, and if we don't continue to do it, and make people feel uncomfortable, and start to grow and to develop, then we're not going anywhere. So and I just want to bring it back to one thing that you were saying before um, about education. You know, mm-hmm. I'm t- can can please white people. Can you please and white Latinos and white Latinos, white please do your education. Please don't come to us. Oh, can you tell me how can we help? No, no. You do your education. Like what was that girl from from Insecure? The the one that's pregnant, that was pregnant. She gave birth. Oh, now. Amanda Seals. Amanda Seals. What she said on on her post on Instagram. If you haven't checked that out, check her message. Like we are tired. Like we learn about the Holocaust. We learn about um, FDR. We learn about George Washington. We learn about your uh, um, all your independence. We learn about all your shit, all and, your history. And you know what? We're totally all about it. So take your time to learn about our history because guess what? Freedom and I have spent years studying. So whether whether it's through our families who have for, who have forced us to, talk, to 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 learn about it when we were young, whether it was when we were in college, whether after college we decided to, to embark on our own educational journeys, we did the work. Because the system has forced us to completely eradicate any part of that history out of us. And so we had to work really, really hard traveling. So don't come to us and say, come to our, 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 our Instagram live 
and show you know talk to us about what what educate us no give me books if you're going to if you want us to be on our instagram live you need to pay us that's what it comes down to don't think that our knowledge is for free don't 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 dare do that. Not because now, they charge for ever. anything. They charge for a fart. How did no, <laughs> no? But it's like another thing. How, is, how to grow? How to grow a plant? They charge you three hundred dollars. How to get a license? They charge you a thousand dollars for 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 a freaking there, seminar. There are and we, they want our our education, our knowledge. We got to give it out for free. And there, and there are race consultants who are <laughs> white folks talking about how about race. No, that's not your space. Now, if you want to mm. educate other white folks, cool. great, great. But don't come into our space. Talk about we're going to try to educate you on cultural sensitivity and on on race. That's that's one of those things, folks. Right? Like whomever is listening, how whatever you look like, this is one of those moments where we have to take a moment, slow ourselves down, and recognize what the situation is. And can I tell you this? Um, I'm gonna give you. Uh, uh, I'm gonna throw you a bone. Re. The open veins of Latin America, read the new Jim Crow, read the post-traumatic slave syndrome, read white fragility. What else? What else can they read? Read the America uh, on the people's American history. Who else? Who else? I think that's. I think you gave people too much stuff that they can just Google on their own. I feel like on those, just on on the strength of those. Just do those books. Read those books. And then trust me, if you get those things off of Amazon, which P.S. you should not be shopping on Amazon, but whatever. <laughs> if you get on Amazon, guess what? It populates the algorithm, populates a whole bunch of other books in that same genre Facts. that you can totally start to 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 really review and start to read or listen to audiobooks. There are so many book lists out that are put well, you are- that are being put out on like BuzzFeed on whatever of of reading readings that you can do to further educate yourselves. Do that. When you're making lines and supercuts. You know Bye. what I'm saying? You can read, you can listen to your audiobook while you make it that line is super cuts. You know what I'm saying? Because uh you you wasting your time, you're just standing there doing nothing. And you know what? Don't go to supercuts, friends. Like go to the hood. Like I mean, go somewhere where it's white people, take care white of your people, hair. white people they don't want us cutting their hair. For I mean, sure. <laughs> sure, until they want their hair braided, but right? What's All right. Next? So, what are we going next? So we're talking about this moment. A lot of, so everyone's <clears throat> talking about how corporations and even school districts have to do better. People have to do better. They have to show, have just more than like what Freedom said, more than just a token black person or uh, racially ambiguous person, which is still problematic, right? Because racially ambiguous person is a way for marketing experts to be able to uh, cut corners instead of having like an obviously black person and an obviously Latino person or Asian person. They can get all. They can cut their costs. Get one person who who fits into all those spaces and and still be able to sell their their stuff. It's bullshit. So like, take this moment right now to look at the, all those corporations and say, "Fuck this!" Like, we need to start really, really focusing in on on the fact that the industry, the cannabis industry, is still hella white, mm. almost like homogeneously white. There are. You know, a, a few sprinkles, a few sprinkles of Black-owned businesses. Uh, I we, we recently learned about a uh, a dispensary in Las Vegas that's run by indigenous a, a, a native a native um, Native American tribe, like yeah. folks. So it's, and, it's gonna be on the, on the on the notes. Yeah, so um, we'll we shout them out too. Yeah. But what's happening right now is that now people want to throw money. Which hey, great, you want to give us your money. Early reparations, we'll take them, but it's hella predatory. So, do you want to talk a little bit about that freedom? Like how, like now, cannabis. It seems like now cannabis corporations, like the Mad Men's, which are in mad trouble, by the way. Mad Men's, the um, these large corporate, the acreages of the world, how they are now trying to throw money at black businesses. What and the Black Lives Matters. I mean, and to me, it's just that you can throw, you can throw a buck, and we can take their money, like, like. Uh, LEG was talking about. We can take their money, but it's that if they want to, we have the means, we have the money ourselves in our communities. We put these businesses. If we, I, I just came back from a tour that they did yesterday uh, in Fordham Road to show who really the were Bronx. the looters um, in the Bronx. Yeah, in Fordham Road. That's a. Um, I don't know if you've been to Fordham Road, but it has a big shopping um, area, big shopping strip. Um, all alongside Fordham Road. So if you've been watching the news, 
they put out uh, a videos of people looting the the place. But if you know anything about Fordham and if you know anything about that area, that is always packed with police. But con- coincidentally, or mm-hmm. coincidentally, sorry, uh, they were not there that night. Nobody was there out mm-hmm. that night. There was cops, from what I hear, just going by, but there were nobody, no police presence that day mm-hmm. up there. And they put this narrative of they looted um, mom and pop businesses. But if you go to Fordham Row, Fordham Row has there's no mom and pop I businesses. I would say there's no. There are, there, are, there, are, there are such a significant, and they were going after the Banana Republics, <laughs> the old navies. Like, people, the, the large corporations that have gentrified the Bronx. There's so many banks <laughs> in that <Pharmacies>. area. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's so many banks. There's so many, uh, uh, um, um, what is that called? Uh, um, department stores that are branch, um, branch department stores that is by branch. So they have so many things out there. So they showing, they painted this picture that uh, that we are looting, that we are doing all these different things. And the real cause of this is that these banks are gonna sell out the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Take Back the Bronx. Uh, shout out to Fears. Shout out to all the organizations out there doing the work. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? In the Bronx, in Fordham Row, and calling them out on their bullshit. Uh, one of the things that irritate me the most is that I feel it's not, it's just my opinion that we are begging these big corporations for money. We don't need to ask them. We this have. Is this, this, so let me, let me interrupt is, you for a second. Yeah. So, P.S., this is like a constant conversation between Freedom and I about even the term begging, because I, I feel on the alternative side that. We're not begging for corporations. If corporations want to give us money, I'll take your freaking money. But I think, and not to, not to kill on your points, I'm going to let you finish talking. No, go um, ahead. So what I was going to say is, but introspectively, also considering the fact that coronavirus, our communities have been devastated. We have lost family members. We've lost friends. We've lost loved ones. Lots of folks are still without work, even though the economy is slowly opening up. And by the way, economy can't do shit without us worker bees. Essential workers. You know, us we're worker bees. beat up in Brook was, Avenue. If it wasn't for us, if it wasn't for the people who are doing the work, those people on the 1% can't do shit. And so that's why I think we need to remember, too. It's taking a moment right now and reassessing even our economy as a community. But to go to that, it's not that I feel that that we shouldn't take their money or whatever. It's like, we're going to take their money, but we don't have to be out there asking them, telling them, or the things that they already know, that the money that they used was, that they have made has been in the backs of us. Mm-hmm. It's been on our back. For sure. So even though they have to give reparations and all of this, at the end of the day, we have the buying power. Mm-hmm. We buy more stuff than any other any other uh, um, culture or, oh, yeah, demographic, uh, or yeah. any other demographic in this country, we are we buy the most. Yeah. So we have the means to buy our own shit. So when are we going to wake up and organize? You know what I'm saying? Get Start putting money into co- co- um, cooperatives. Mm-hmm. Stop putting money into things that is going to make us money in the long run. We have the power to really move our agenda forward. We cannot... St- Stop and ask these white people to do the things that they should be doing at the end of the day. Corporations that have all this money, but they don't really want to give it up to us. They just want us, they just want to give us the crumbs. And that's what they do every day. They do a photo up, they give us this little bit of money to shut us up. And they want the photo up, yeah. And they give us this little bit of money to shut us up, and that's it. That's why I'm against it. Because they, you put them on blast and then say, oh, we gave you a, a, a million dollars last year. Why are you asking for more? But you know what I feel like in that, in those situations, you take the money on your terms. No, I'm not going to give you no fucking photo op. No, I'm not going to let you shout, shout you out. No, I'm going to take the money. But it's also like they're very, very predatory. They'll find folks of color. They'll find black people and they'll give them, you know, they'll, they'll throw a couple of bucks their way. And so what we're saying to fo- to everyone here is just, just like ask the questions. Even if a question to you may seem, seem, seem silly about what the, about what's going on right now, it's not. So if, if corporations are giving money back, again, they're giving money back to us. Like I think it was who was one of these these um these banks that were or Bank of America was giving you know something like yeah. three billion dollars 
back to to the movement. That's yeah. how much money they've actually say they've actually raised over the past year off of late fees, off of fees that they've charged us. So they're literally giving us back the money that they've charged us and overdraft fees and all that other stuff to our bank accounts. They're giving it back to us. And and though I mean we I are see. community activists, so don't don't let, let us don't we cannot talk about that if we don't talk about freaking the 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 nonprofit industrial complex. But that's too yeah. complicated. Because then we're going to get into that conversation. It's, it's going to go off the wrenches. But, but I think either way, what we, what we say, and I think it's, it's, we can, we can, it's, a, it's, a, it's clear for regardless of what industry you're talking about, whether it is a, non, a nonprofit industrial complex, which is hella problematic. And both Freedom and I have worked inside, inside that industry for, for too long. Um, whether it's that, whether it's corporate America, whether it's the educational system, it still has to change. It still has to change. We need more more people of color to be elevated, their voices to be elevated, black people, their voices to be elevated. And none of this all lives matter bullshit. And that's exactly what that is. We can't start talking about all lives matter without talking about black lives mattering. And the reason for that, and even black trans, trans lives matter, freaking black women, because their voices have been very, very, have been muted through all of this. And the reason why is that our liberation is all bound up. If black folks can't be liberated, then the rest of us can. And and for you white Latinos and people and people of 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 my background, Latinos, that think that you don't have any any part, that you don't have to take any part in this because this issue doesn't matter to you, you are very wrong. You are a black person. You are black, bro. You are black. Especially if you are Dominican, you are black. Again, you are black. You are Caribbean. You are black. It's not just because you speak another language and all this different stuff and you think you got some Spaniard blood and all this different shit. You got black in you, brother. So stop with the bullshit. So for all of you who wants to get into um, the Dominican diaspora, to- tomorrow they're going to have a march um, in Washington Heights. Uptown March. Yeah. Uptown March. You should go out and protest with the Dominicans that have put in together and they're going to march all the way down. Um, to the Puerto Rican parade, and they're gonna do a join, um, which is um, freaking unprecedented event. Freaking amazing. Yeah. So look out for that. Uh, so what else do we got? Uh, we're just gonna end it there because if we keep talking about how the industry is fucking us over sure. and how they, but it's also I, I want us to be to be <clears throat> positive, right? Go ahead. About yeah. It. So we we see all the holes in this industry. Stop the next time you cop. And P.S. The legacy market is like, yeah. Super, super black and brown. Shout out to the legacy market. Shout you out to the guys are essential workers. You guys are essential workers. You Shout are out to you the guys, unspoken man. heroes of, of all of this. That's that's what it comes down to. Because while all this stuff is happening, while there is, there is, and I don't even want to use the word rioting, because guess what? The first folks to ever riot were white people in the 1800s. And in, yeah, in the 1800s, when there was that, that or 1900s, post-bellum period, um, when people were, were migrating up north and white people didn't fucking like it. So, no, we're not going to fucking talk but about tell me, tell me, uh, uh, tell me a time in history of the United States that they, that they are not out there fighting for freedom, killing motherfuckers. Yeah. They, they are violent. Yeah. They are violent all over the world and in this country. So when they come to me talking about looting and doing all those different things, and I'm thank you for bringing that back about the looting and all the different things. Uh, when you come to me about the looting, I really don't care. Even if it was a setup, I really don't care about the looting. You know why? Because we earned the right to loot. Like, giving historical context. What happened in Oklahoma? Oh, yeah. Tulsa, Oklahoma with Black Wall Street, yeah. Black Wall Street. What happened to them? The people that was thriving over there. They went over there and they looted that whole they town. Burned the they street. burned women and children and men. Black men. Black Women, they were thriving. black children, that was toe to toe with all these white people that thought that they were better than them. And that's not in our history books. That is not spoken about in any of our history. You, you want to go back? What happened to the move in Philadelphia? If you don't know about the move movement in Philly, do your history. They dropped a bomb on national television. They bombed a whole family of people, a whole block. The the governor of Philly bombed them. The mayor, I'm sorry, I, I'm, the mayor of Philly, he bombed the whole the whole 
block of black freedom fighters. Veganism, because there were vegans that were talking about creating the, oh my God, vegan economics. Yo, if you don't know, yo, go do your history. Go learn something. We are, this country cannot be the United States without violence. Because they use violence for everything. But it's only- Even the violence in food, the way they feed us, mm-hmm. the way they all over the place, McDonald's, that's what they have. They don't have wellness centers. No. You know what I'm saying? Can I just say Go something ahead. even Go about ahead. that? Like the coronavirus brought all of that up. Like, and I was talking to our kids about that. You know, uh, years ago, I went to, to, to Cuba to just do research on what's going on there. The whole idea, like their straight up public health model has nurses and doctors physically in the community going from house to house every single every single day. They have their rounds, they know their blocks, and they see people in their homes. They see how people are doing. Their health, they're, they're in terms of preventative health care, they've invested so much money in preventative health care. And yes, does it employ a lot of people? Absolutely. And needs a lot of, of money to, 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 to work. But guess what? That money is so much more less than, than treating people with one person or two people with cancer or treating people with as a result of like morbid obesity that's happened because of lack of food and 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 food deserts and things of that sort. So like all of this stuff I think we 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 take that in and and where Kibra had said this in our a few episodes back. Shout out to you Kibra. It's as as black people and as people of color in this nation but in particular black people our resiliency has been so amazing and necessary but at the same time because we've been so resilient we we're so we're so almost like numb to how bad shit can get and how we've always been able to figure out a way to move ahead of that and to and to still stay alive and so this is one of those moments where we're so numb to to the fuckery that that exists that we have to stop we have to not be open and 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 stop kind of eating our fucking feelings and being sad and, and and anxious about stuff, like put it out there. White people, you want to fucking hear it. You want to hear it, like, I, and I'm and I'm sorry to, to to kind of go off into a little bit of a tangent, but we went to a rally in our town recently, and there was an African American girl who was talking about just she started off by, by by with this antidote of being called, and it's, we live in a pretty predominantly white town, being called a, a, a Oreo by her white classmates and being like, there are plenty of you who I can see inside this audience in this crowd who called me a Oreo. But I want you to understand that if you call me an Oreo, no one's seeing that was seeing me as white. No one will ever perceive me as white. And as, as someone who, who me as someone who is Meso indigenous, you know, typically like people can call me a coconut at the end of the day, I walk into a space. They don't ever, they are never going to see me as a white woman. They're never going to see freedom as a, as a white man simply because of the way that we speak. On the phone, we can get one type of treatment because we speak very eloquently and we, we, we do whatever, we code switch. But in person, when you see us, it switch. could be totally fucking different. And so for too long, we've been figuring out ways to be able to, to kind of like tiptoe on eggshells to be able to function in a white society. Like today is the last fucking day that we do that. And so that's where we're at right now. It's like, you know what? If we do anything, if we get anywhere, and, and this is one of my questions that I have for us, just like six months from now, a year from now, you know where I want us to be? I want us to be in a place where we're not fucking tiptoeing over shit anymore. That if something is fucked up, whether it's in your workplace, whether whatever, that you're gonna t- you're gonna shout people out. And guess what? If you happen to get fired, if you get reprimanded, you take your shit, you take your struggle to fucking social media, and you put that employer on fucking blast, and then you see what happens. Or you, you start filing lawsuits or whatever it is, right? Like we get our type of justice because it can't keep happening anymore. And we can't let this moment like, escape. And like if you, if you, if we advocate to, because every time there's a lawsuit against the police officers, it comes out of the taxpayers' dollars. Yes, it does. Right? So at the end of the day, I tell, like I tell everybody that, that got arrested on 136 and Brook, um, and, and Brook, um, and Brook Avenue. On, on June 4th, on June 4th in the Bronx. If you don't know about that, 400 youth, mostly 17, 16, 21, 20 um, year old young people arrested and beat up, maced, all of that. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, By check cops. it out. Yeah. 
So like I tell all those people, sue the cops. But at the end of the day, when you sue the cops, he's hurting the, the taxpayers' dollars. You know what I'm saying? The taxpayers' pockets. But if you start going after their pension, if you say every time you come in a, a, a crime of police brutality, we're going to hit your pension, I bet you all their friends, all the people are going to be like, all the partners, yo, you better chill out. You better chill out. You better not commit that crime. You better pension, not fuck my pension and up. For, for folks to understand that, like, the pension is, is its own entity. It's protected by law, but it's also, it's that's money that's there. It's not like they have to continue to refund it every single year. That's money that's there. That is a huge pot of money for police pensions, which everyone knows. I feel like so many folks uh, that, that I talk to who go into, who unfortunately become law enforcement officers go into there because you know that you, you do your 20 years and you're out because you have this amazing pension plan. And Freedom has a good point. Guess what? Let's stop talking about taking the money that comes into the city that should really go into reinvesting in our communities, doing what we need to do inside our communities, reinvesting and actually like really focusing in on uh, new curriculum, real curriculum that's written by people, black people, by people of color, that's taught by teachers who look like the folks inside their communities that are not freaking predators, that are not looking to be white saviors, guidance counselors whose who's, who's guidance to our our young people is not, oh, well, you're not smart enough, you should go to a vocation. Restorative justice. You know, looking at, at ways in which we can really look at, at our society preventatively instead of reactionarily uh, on the offense, on the on the offense, excuse me, when 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 things have just been snowballed out of control. Let's look at that. The police have and and freedom had made this point, you know, everyone's talking about defund the police. Oh, in New York they're talking about we're gonna lay off the we're gonna lay yeah. off police police. But the if you look at the languages, the language in, in contracts when there's layoffs, the the, the the first one first one in, first one out. So the least senior folks are the ones who get cut out. But guess what? The ones who are doing all the, the, the fucked, fucked up, up shit are the, those old folks. The and old they're guard. the ones teaching that shit. And they're the ones who are teaching it to the new guards. So if, you really, if you're really invested in really changing up the system of policing in this country, first of all, if, if all of this has shown us anything, is that as a community, we can police ourselves. We can take care of ourselves as a community. That's the first thing. Second thing, that police officers, and we need a reminder that police officers, a whole institution of, of policing and law enforcement in this country, is based on a fucked up system of, of old school slave catchers. And and, and 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 we bring it back to cannabis because that's how they, they fuck with you. Oh, you smell like cannabis. Oh, I smell, I smell weed. And that gives us a that gave them a probable cause. And that's how they use the cannabis industry. That's how they use the cannabis. And this that's why we say we gotta stop begging these motherfuckers because a lot of these big ass companies, they are paying police officers to find ways so they can control how people sell it. They they want to put out a breathalyzer and all this different shit for people um to to to, to um to, to predatory yeah. against people. But who what neighborhoods do you think they're gonna enforce that shit in the most? Mm -hmm. And even if it's legal in your state, who you think is gonna go when they put those regulations? Who's gonna go to jail for for the infractions of of, of the cannabis? During who? during the coronavirus stuff right now, there where, was where are they where are they going out? They're they're beating people and 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 coming after people because they don't have masks on where they're where? not doing it in, in in really really white neighborhoods with people with money no they're going into our communities they're going to communities of color heck and you know what i'll throw i'll throw poor white people a bone too because you know what we don't talk about that either in areas where white people are, are just white folks period yes white um, just the mentality poor, needs to change yeah poor white people need to recognize that there are more in line the struggles of black and, and brown and people of color in this community than they are with their own fucking with, with that than they are with white people. There's a joke. I don't know who said the joke. I think it was Dave Chappelle or something like that. That white people they they say why I am poor. Like why this is happening to me? Why am I poor? And like that person is poor. That black person is poor just like me. Why am I poor just like him? I'm not supposed to be poor. Yeah. Us, we like how can we get off of this shit? Mm -hmm. You know how can we move away from the, the generational uh, the generational wealth gap that we have in this country. Like, how can we move from that? Like, we, they feel like we deserve it, and they feel that they shouldn't be in positions yeah, of, of sure. poverty. That's the only difference. Absolutely. And in the moment in which poor white folks align with us and recognize that, that they've been discriminated against too, 
Oof, we have a whole other conversation. Then the country really changes and really pivots. Um, one more point before we talk about what we're doing for self-care, because we just spewed a lot of yeah, like, I mean, like I mean, how do you even get to answer where I want to see? Hold on, hold on. Us. I'll let you answer it. Actually, go ahead, go ahead. Where do you see us in six months or well, I see myself and Blue Dream uh in a studio. I see us, right. you know, having a place where we can, you know, gather people and, and have conversations face to face because you know, we miss that having yeah. those conversations yeah. and having a, a you know a place to do that will be will be great for us um, to be in uh, and another in like in the in the grand grand um, scheme of things I want our community to be in a place where we are taking care of ourselves that we are taking knowledge from the past from the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They had a 10-point program. If you don't know about the Black Panthers, I urge you to and search their 10-point program. Not the not the comic book. Not the Black comic Panthers. book, Black no. Panthers, no. So I want you um I want to be in a position that we are doing exercising those um those 10-point program because they were very effective. Yeah. And we gotta bring it back. We gotta go to the um to the to the always. We gotta bring it back. We gotta, you know. Bring agriculture back. Bring bring uh, uh, face-to-face conversations back, even though it's hard now with the social distancing. But bringing, bringing that back of, of people yeah, coming together and uniting and, and creating this conversation amongst ourselves yeah. before we go out there and sit down and, and sit on the table with these white folks and see how can we come to an agreement mm-hmm. of how this country is going to be. Yeah. And then I wish... White people in six months from now are more educated on what's happening in this country because, like that girl from Insecure said again, like how the fuck you didn't know this shit wasn't happening? Mm-hmm. That you are finding this shit out just now. Mm-hmm. Like that shit is atrocious. It's freaking ridiculous. It's we need to you need to go and do the freaking work, please. That's what I want to see. It. I want to see us sitting on a table all together coming to an agreement on how we're going to move forward by defunding the police, one, by reinvesting that money back into the services that is needed, two, you know what I'm saying? And three, having the cannabis industry legalized so we can reinvest the money from the tax dollars back into the communities to give us more of a boost that we haven't been missing because we've been in the back of the race. They start in the in the finish line and we start in the in, in, in the at the start line at the start line and we need to bridge that gap and mm-hmm. it's over it's fucking over i'm tired of it and we need to get there sooner rather than later and this is the time this is the moment like leg said a few moments ago this is the time enough is enough yo so last point and thank you freedom so I want also black folks and people of color and indigenous folks who are listening to also yeah. think about the words that you use to represent yourself. Yeah. And the messaging and language is really, really large. And it's really big. And this is even for white people for you to understand too. It's really difficult for folks, for black folks, for indigenous folks, for people of color to to really, really, you know, try our best to to dominate a language that is not our mother tongue, that is not the language of our people. And it's hard when our literally our brains are thinking in a different language and having to, to translate that, even if we've never spoken that language, because the language is really, really difficult. Don't call yourselves minorities, folks. We're not minorities. And that's why we continue to insist on the term uh, Black, Indigenous, people of color. Like, call what us up. BIPOC? BIPOC, yeah. Like, Refer to yourself as that, or, or maybe not, whatever it is, but don't refer to yourself as a minority because you know what? That makes you seem so much smaller. To, that makes you say our, our, our people, like we're so much smaller and that the majority are white folks and therefore we are we are their guests in their home. When that's that, they the, stole. that they stole. <laughs> and that they killed lots of people, right? Like that's Violently. not And that's not it. We need to, we, we need to change that dynamic. It's not about, oh, we're going to take care of the most vulnerable people. No, fuck that. It's not taking care of the most vulnerable people. We're not Jesus white saviors for folks either. We're working together in community to bring ourselves out of it. That's how our, our ancestors have been doing it for decades, for a millennia, before 
even slavery happened. And even if you look at some of these like, you know, different economic systems across the world in, in places like, like the continent of Africa, in the Caribbean, in Latin America, folks are, are working together and, and using cooper- like co- in, in cooperation, right? As, as a cooperative, saving the money together, working together to be able to elevate and to get to, an, to the next level. We don't have to work by a system that does not think about us first, that is not, that's not looking to see us improve. So if that system is not looking to us, looking for us to improve, then we need to create our own systems and stand by that and be okay with it just being our systems. With our voices heard, like with our thoughts, like we need all need to come together for that. But I think that we should be the ones that have the forefront um, on how this is going to look look like because we have the answers and we've been screaming the answers for, sure. for how long. Yep. And our money is not minority. P.S. <laughs> All the trillions that we spend you is know? not a minority of money. No. So just just keep that, that in mind. So what we got next? What's next? What's the next question? What are you doing, Freedom, for self-care? Ah, smoking a lot of weed. <laughs> um, yes. I've been doing a lot of that. Uh, shout out to Shout out to the dispensary. Shout out to Compassionate Care of of Bethel, uh, you know, for providing the sanity that I need. Also, I'm doing a lot of dabs. You know, I've been getting into the dabbing. So shout out to MJ Arsenal again. They sent us some some beautiful things that we can't wait to show you guys on on a, on a video soon. Uh, so. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of that. I've been hiking with you guys, you know, a lot. I've been gardening, you know, growing some plants, growing some some vegetables and stuff like that. So, you know, that's what I've been trying to do and, and reading a lot, you know, trying to keep myself uh, up to date with what's happening and trying to get some type of um, clarity of where we're going to move forward. And also, I've been busy a lot with, you know, shout out to to the National Spudgeman Week. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing a lot of work. If you don't know who they are, please check them out. National Spudgeman Week. Uh, we're going to have a, a, a podcast. We're going to do an episode with them soon. So be on the lookout for that uh, for next season, mm-hmm. you know, season three. So be on the lookout for that. So I can't wait to record that. So I've been working on, on expunging some records here in Connecticut and New York or getting the conversation started for clinics, uh, starting in September for a whole week. So Expungement Week, National Expungement Week, cage-free cannabis, look them out, look for them. They do an amazing work. So I've been doing that, a lot of reading, a lot of working, fighting with my cousins, mm-hmm. um, trying to find, family, right? yeah, being with family, like just communicating with family. Um, we have a marketing team. So hopefully season three is going to be hyped up to the moment, to the, to the point that people, you know, pissing on their pants to wait <laughs> to hear the, the, the new episode. So, yeah, so I've been doing a lot of that. I need to take more time. Hopefully we can take a vacation soon, so I can't really go send, but thank goodness for for cannabis, yeah. So what you've been doing to keep yourself sane? So our folks know that I'm not a cannabis indulger, so I'm not, I have not been indulging in any cannabis. I think that we, yes, certainly the family hikes have been really, really helpful. Um, and I think the, one of the things like I like to bake, so taking moments to bake, but I think more than anything, it's just like taking moments for myself to do, to just meditate and to just, just sit with whatever I'm feeling and, and knowing that I don't have to, no one has to tell me that, that what I'm feeling is wrong or right. I think Mm -hmm. that's been really, really helpful. This time has been really, really difficult as like I mentioned, and we've all recognized, like I'm, I'm, I'm a very obvious person of color in the society, but I'm also the mother to um, two Afro-Latino kids. Um, and so that brings its own challenges. And in the society, one of the, we went to a rally and seeing young kids, young, young kids holding up signs that says, I may be cute now, at what age do I become a threat? Um, it was like sobering to see because those are feelings, those are thoughts that come to my mind. We say that shit time. all the time. Freedom literally walks over. <laughs> People would see our. Oh, our, how our baby. cute he is! And it's you know, it's yeah, yeah. I'm cute now. In in ten years, you're gonna be holding your purse every time you see my our kid. So. And, and he hasn't been on the podcast in a long time. He misses you guys. Trust me. <laughs> He's just an active toddler now. Um, 
But yeah, I think just taking the time to just breathe and just meditate is has been very, very helpful. And I, I hope that we do have some time to take some real vacation and, and, and zen out as Freedom just said, because that's one of the things that as, as a movement, like we can go kind of balls to the wall, so to speak, with this stuff. But if we don't take care of ourselves, if we don't come up with a real way to really kind of decompress and 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 do what we have to do um, within the movement to to take a, a breather, everyone's gonna burn out. And we've been there. Freedom and I have been burnt out. Crispy. It's not freaking fun. The moment when you feel like you hate the movement, you're not good to the movement. So take a moment right now. If you're feeling really really tired, take the moment right now. Take a day. Take two days. Take a week. Take a month. The movement's gonna be there when you get back, and you're better to the movement when you're rested and you're not upset and angry and just you know not helpful to even your families or to yourself so take the moment be good to you that's the the movement needs you but it needs a healthy you not a burnt out angry person and shout out to sound of yoga though because they've been doing some crazy yo they they are relentless with the health with the healthy and wellness um lives that they do for sound of yoga Yo, if you haven't checked them out, check them check out. Them they do out. it they Tuesdays. Lives. What is it? So Tuesdays nice. and and Fridays. Uh, so if you haven't checked them out, check them out. So you can yoga get your yoga. They do, and they're so stuff is freaking amazing. Like her voice is so calming. <laughs> so even if you're not one for yoga, they they do some really good like visualization, like meditations that are phenomenal. So even if you're just gonna lay down on on your bed and just listen to her voice as, as she's you know, guiding folks through uh, the practice of yoga, it's totally freaking worth it. But whatever is, whatever is your, whatever is your cup of tea, yoga is not your thing. Do something. If you meditate while you, while you smoke or you, you meditate because you smoke, whatever it is, but just do something that takes care of you. That's all we can say. I mean, yeah. And, and go and find places that, that makes you feel happy. Like go to a place that, that is just, you, your family, whoever you want to be, if you want to be alone, if you want to be with somebody, but find that place that makes you happy anyway. Yeah. Find find the place and just take the time to be there and just do you because taking time for yourself, there's nothing wrong with that because we've been going through so much. Meditate as much as you can. I'm trying to get into that, um, the meditation, even though I do meditate every time I'm outside smoking, you know, mm-hmm. do my little 15 minute meditation when you drive to yeah when meditate. i drive to you know I, I i like driving a lot so that's one thing that i use for my meditation is using those time alone just to think about you know yourself and how can you become better for not just yourself but for the people around you because that very important so i'm done not to give a bummer but what's next we're, we're coming almost to to our end what's next that's it. That's it. That's it. I feel like we need to talk about self. I don't think it's a downer. I feel like self care is a total upper, and it's necessary for us. To, yeah. To, to, because we walked in here like lots of fire, da 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 da, and then Rally. now now we're like let's in, let's like chill, because yeah. you know our our nervous systems, our parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous systems are freaking off off the charts right now. Our sympathetic. I should say our sympathetic nervous system is off the chart. We need our parasympathetic nervous system to come in. And that's where the, the meditation comes in. So we want to give that the cortisol levels, all that stuff a break so we can be our best selves. Yeah. So thank you so much, guys, for tuning in to us, to our second season. And we can't wait to drop our third season that's coming in September. Yes. We are taking a, a little hiatus, you know, yes. taking some time off to really prep. And really um, come come hard and come with the with the with the bombers in in September and create some real change in the cannabis industry that is really needed and hopefully some some new things happen in the summer some good things happen yeah. and we can um, create and we can elevate ourselves to to become a, a stronger community because it's needed uh, we need to be able to disattach ourselves from the mainstream uh, because when I was doing that walk yesterday, it's, it's crazy how people just going about their daily lives. Like nothing has happened. Like nothing is happening in this country. Uh, but I understand that it's hard just to see the news and see this and see that, the bad things that's happening. But like, when are we going to stop buying 
and then stop and, and start organizing. Like that's that should be a slogan. Stop buying and start organizing because it's 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 time. It's it's time for us to wake up. It's time for us to do that. So I don't know if you have any last words to to you know to say goodbye to the folks to September. Uh, but that's that's my last words is make sure that you do the work for white folks. Uh, so when we come back, we can have a real conversation about things. And for our folks, please, please, let's just unite. Let's just work together and stop buying. Let's organize. For sure. Yeah. And the only thing I want to just add to that is check us out. We're going to be out on the streets this summer. We're going to be check mm. us out on our Instagram. I think that's probably the best way for you to just keep. Shout out to a nonprofit. <laughs> So we also run a nonprofit talking about nonprofit industrial complex, but we're trying to not be that kind of nonprofit. Yeah. One Freedom for All that's doing some really dope work. And this summer, we're going to be doing a lot of mutual aid work in the Bronx, as well as hopefully starting some type of uh, social justice academy for young people. So yeah, check us out. We're going to be posting all that stuff on our Instagram page. Uh, and yeah, just be good for good. Be good to you. That's all I can say. Be good to you. Have the have the courageous conversations with your families. If it feels uncomfortable to talk to random people, start with your own families. If you come from from families who have you know kind of microaggressions or like kind of sort of racist stuff to say, be the person to to to, to educate your families. That's where you start because you can't you can't educate your community if your family your family who's part of your community. Um, is not educated and they're out there spewing venom or just incorrect stuff. So Facts. start with them and just be good to you. Yeah. So again, I want to give a big shout out to our sponsors. Presto Doctor, CBD Remedy, Next Level, Budspeed, and MJ Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. So again, please subscribe, um, comment. Uh, yes, your comments are so important. Thank what you. else? Share. Share. If you have any questions, any thoughts, ideas, again, you can find us on Instagram at Blue Dream Radio underscore, or you can send us an email at radiobluedream at gmail.com. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> we out of here, folks, and we see you in September. And again, this has been another episode of Blue Dream Radio, the People's Cannabis Podcast, with your host, Freedom. And LEG. And we'll see out. you soon. Peace. Need to escape. Been feeling out of place. The weather's bad, but I ain't pushed my foot on the brake. I can't let it just Are you enjoying this podcast? If you haven't done so already, rate us. Your voice matters and gets us in front of new listeners every single day. Have a great weekend. Peace. Gotta hustle correct. Big dough burning my chest. Crime scene leaving a mess. Off from the songs that I stretch. You can't rehearse this. I'm just serving my purpose. And this earth, that's for certain. Gotta know what your worth is. Can't be giving out verses. Leave that for you to interpret. The city always beside me. They hear it once and rewind it.